had the Battle of the New Markt been settled differently, the Brillesluiper family would probably never have existed. There, on the square in the heart of the Jewish quarter, at the foot of the ancient city gate, young Josef Brillesluiper fought for the hand of Fietje Gerritsen. Their families are perfect opposites. Josef descends from a circus family of traveling Yiddish-speaking musicians, and although his father has become a fruit importer, the Brillesluipers still host exuberant Friday evenings at their home in Jodebreestraat, where all family members gather to act and sing. Fietje Gerritsen, on the other hand, is from a family of devout Frisian Jews, tall, sullen people with ginger hair raising their six children with strict discipline among the godlessness of the red-light district, with its dock workers, sailors and whores. From a young age, Fietje worked in her parents' late-night shop on Zedag, standing on a crate behind the till, her three brothers acting as bouncers by her side. She has fallen madly in love with ever-cheerful Josef, but her parents will have none of him. A good-for-nothing, out-of-work boy, constantly running off to visit his travelling grandfather at the circus. The three Gerritse brothers have, more than once, mercilessly beaten Josef up. And when he comes to their parents' house to ask for Fietje's hand, they even throw him out, his face flat on the clinkers. Josef realises there is but one option left. He invites the unbeaten giants of Zedaik to descend from their throne, so he can, once and for all, show the Gerritse family his mettle. With his own older brother, Ruben, he drums up some friends from the neighborhood, including dumb Opie, the boy who has never spoken a word, but is as strong as an ox, so no one comments on that. And with their fists and jaws clenched, they head towards the old city gate, in front of the fish stalls on the Newmarkt. A spectacular fist fight breaks loose. For the first time in their lives, the Gerritse brothers are brought to their knees. Josef wipes the blood from his knuckles, picks his feature up at her parents' door, and together they move in with Ruben and his wife. Whether it was strategic insight, brute force or good fortune, the victory marks the beginning of a loving relationship. They marry on the 1st of May 1912, and Josef's father finds the young couple a small place to live in the poorest part of the Jewish quarter. And there, on the 13th of December 1912, their daughter, Rebecca, Lintje, Brillesluiper, first sees the light of day. The family is penniless, but happy. A few lean years later, and with a little help from Opa, Grandpa, Jaap, Josef's father, they take over a small shop on Nieuwekerkstraat, where they move into the apartment above the store with young Lien. While Fietje works in the shop day and night, Josef helps out in Opa Jaap's wholesale business. It will take another four years before Fietje's parents, two squares away but worlds apart, reach out to their daughter. The occasion is the birth of Fietje's second daughter, Marianne, Janni, named after her maternal grandmother.
Five years later, in the summer of 1921, the long-awaited son, Jakob, Yapi, is born. And the family is complete. While Yosef and Fitcher work around the clock to make ends meet, the Jewish quarter raises their children. Large families live in long, narrow rooms, with children sleeping underneath the sink or along the skirting board in the hall. So most of their life happens out on the street. Just around the corner from the Brilleslaber home is Royal Theatre Carré, where Lin and Yanni spend hours staring at the stream of beautifully dressed people who come to see the review. Further down Jodebreestraat is the Tip Top Theatre, a popular meeting place where silent movies are shown and famous artists like Louis and Heintje Davids perform. Everyone in the area knows each other. Brothers help earn a living, sisters help raise the children, and in the streets around the house, it always smells of food. <laughs> 